Hey, Squeeze. Hey, RK, buddy. We're back. I survived um, the Firefly Music Festival. You had a good time? I did. I didn't get enough chance to uh, post any. I kept reminding Enchantress uh, in the show because there was no service. Because you're, you're thinking 90,000 people, uh, 89,000 of those people are kids who have to be on their phone 24-7. Mm-hmm. So getting a cell service in that place is impossible. So I kept uh, asking Enchantress to remind me at the end of the night to make a Radiers pod post. And, uh, you know, you're at a music festival at the end of the night. No one remembers anything. So, um, and I can't remember anything either. So that I, I was lacking on posts over the weekend, but we're back. Uh, and we have a new podcast this week to uh to commemorate a, a little movie coming out this weekend just a little one just a little movie uh its predecessor made a fucking shit ton of money that's uh in american dollars yes a shit ton is uh an american metric of of measuring money when you're making jurassic park movies <clears throat> so Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom gets released uh, this weekend. You bought your ticket? I got my ticket, Enchantress and I going for the preview night, and I got the free poster from Fandango. Oh, and I, uh, I, I just don't want to pay the shipping and handling. <laughs> I mean, you're paying for the whole poster. Yeah, it's, it doesn't cost $5 to ship a poster. No. It doesn't cost $5 to print a poster, so they're still no. making money somewhere. Right. Billy Mays would be proud somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and um, so Thursday night, we're well. By the time we post this, I'm posting it Thursday morning. Tonight, we're going to see uh, the movie. So I'll give you a review next week. But we're celebrating um, dinosaurs this weekend, right? Squeeze a real life dinosaur. Real live dinosaurs. And um, I think I've been waiting for this one. Yeah, yeah. We I thought uh, when I uh, when I dropped it on the list of a possibility, that was the one you jumped on. You're like, oh, this, yeah, that should be fun. Like, everything well, I, dinosaurs. I was like, anything dinosaurs. Because I had a lot of stuff that didn't necessarily fit in other subjects. I have one one item I I'm leading off with, which has been on the definite you know to do list since day one. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been, uh, tough to, uh, get some of these in. So I figured instead of just doing another Jurassic Park episode, we'll talk everything dinosaurs. I got a little bit of dry. I made sure I had some. Yeah, I got a little, I got a little bit too. I um, pulled some audio for other stuff cause some of it doesn't necessarily mean that there's audio that exists of it. Um, well, Let's get into it. Your first pick. All right. Here it is. 
Yes, there is a very good chance that they'll name it after you. Oh, wow! A Dinosaurus! Leaving his mark. Finding adventure. Wanna play house? Forget it, Margaret. I'll be too busy exploring and stuff. And we'll show you the very spot where the Mitchell boy made the first discovery. Creating his very own dinosaur park. Dinosaur land. Dinosaur land? Dinosaur land, no less. We live in the prehistorical site. No neighbor can escape him. Hi, Mr. Wilson. Why are you calling me? Coming your way, Dennis the Menace, Dinosaur Hunter. Oh, uh, you talked about this. Not in... I, I, I've referenced it. I basically said, this movie, I need to talk about this someday. Well, are you going to give us the entire plot? Now's my chance. Oh, yes. I'm going to MacGyver the shit out of this. <laughs> oh, yay. Um, no, by the way, just to be fair, uh, I did trim that trailer in half. Did you? Yes. Oh, well, I mean, we thank you for it. Yes. The trailer is, is twice as long as it should be. I'm going to be honest. I watched. I went back and watched this. You can go on um, this internet of ours and just type in Dennis the Menace Dinosaur Hunter full, and it's there for your viewing. I don't think anyone's going to put up much of a fight trying to take it down. <laughs> um, Why did you like this movie so much? Because it's everything you always wanted as a kid. Like, in... Uh, he, Dennis, so, uh, Dennis the Menace, played by Victor, uh, DiMattia, who was Timmy Timmons in The Sandlot. Okay. So this is a few years before that. Uh, he overhears his parents having a conversation about, uh, installing a new sprinkler system, and his dad's like, well, I'll just do it myself, because, like, 300 bucks to dig holes is too much money. So Dennis takes upon himself to get him and his friends to start digging for the sprinkler system. In the process of digging like three holes across the yard, he comes up with a three foot long like tibia. And they're like, oh, it's a, he thinks it's a dinosaur bone. As it turns out, his dad went to college with a guy that is now a dinosaur hunter, which you're revealed in the beginning of the movie. He shows up, uh, the dig ensues, hilarity ensues. I'm not going to break it. I'll let you watch this movie for yourself. Um, Hilarity and, uh, ensues. Hilarity ensues. Um, there's a whole big uh, unnecessary side plot with the Wilsons next door. And uh, then all everything ends up back to normal at the end. So, But it's something about this movie. And I, I put it up there with like uh, the opening sequence to the Ghostbusters, real Ghostbusters cartoon. It's one of those things, and I got it watching this over again, with the soundtrack and just some of the, the shots that I just took me back immediately. There's a tangible, like a smell, a taste that I remember that I associate with this. I can't recreate that, but I know it's there. It's weird because I saw this so much as a kid. So it was made, uh, it was produced by Coca-Cola Telecommunications and Deke. And what is this? The movie. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay. It was, yes, I know. It sounds weird. Like it should be like one of those uh, animated uh, polar bear commercials. But no, it was produced by Coke and Deke, 
which explains why one of the commercials, because I remember I taped this and watched it on beta till the, it died. One of the commercials I spoke of earlier on the Super Bowl show was the Diet Coke, Pierce Brosnan, James Bond commercial that they did. Right. That I always associate with this, and it's because it ran during this, and it makes sense because Coke made this movie. Uh, and it really it plays and looks like it's a made-for-TV movie. You would have thought that you'd think that this thing belongs on Lifetime, and Dennis's dad is going to do something awful to his mom, just the way it looks. So as it turns out, they find a Camposaurus bone because uh, uh, Bones, uh, his uh, dad's buddy from college, shows up. And now it gets out of hand because now you have a legitimate dig in your front yard. You know what I mean? So it's all – even though they're digging individual little holes about maybe a foot to two feet deep right. in the topsoil, uh, that's not where you find dinosaur bones. No. Well, I mean, as not kids, a, kids, you didn't know that. Lawn. Right. Again, um, as kids, you didn't know that. You thought you could find bones there. And so I looked up a Camposaurus. Um, technically, a Camposaurus wasn't even officially named until 1998. This movie came out in 1987. So I don't know what a Camposaurus was in 1987. If it was just in theory or they came up with a name and then eventually named it later. Uh... But a real Camposaurus is about nine feet long. Okay. And it's related to, like, the Coelophysis. Right. The bone Dennis finds is a three-foot-long femur. Okay. Now. So it's a very hippie dinosaur, if you will. Oh. So, yeah, none of that. All the technical... There's... uh, Anyone that's a paleontologist or has seen, well, Jurassic Park or anything related to dinosaurs, uh, you would absolutely like, wow, this is not how science works. Um, Yeah, but I mean, as a kid, you always, dinosaur bones were giant fucking femurs. Oh, I would go, yeah, yeah. And I would go digging in my backyard all the time. Like I would grab a shovel and just start digging a hole in the backyard, hoping I would find something. So, yeah, there we go. Um, but, the, and th- that's what made this movie, I think, so awesome. It's cause like, wow, I could, you could do this. Uh, and the whole, like this whole movie, like you said about, um, a movie you'd seen previously, it could be like 45 minutes shorter. I could see this being like a 30 minute TV show. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be a full movie. There's a lot of filler in there. The whole Wilson side plot about them going on their uh, anniversary to Hawaii uh, doesn't need to be in there at all, except for the fact that the stuff with Mr. Wilson is hilarious and his blatant uh, misogynistic sexism just makes me smile because it's just so over the top. When he gives her $5 to go to the store and buy some macadamia macadamia nuts and a new record because the one that is skipping annoys him, but to bring back the change and then kind of smiles like, I just did you a favor. (laughs) It's hilarious. He has a great character uh, uh, arc. Oh, well, uh, then it needs to be in there. You said it didn't need to be in there. But it doesn't because it still adds really nothing. to it's, it's about Dennis and dinosaur bones. Dennis and dinosaur bones. And then uh, 
spoilers, I'm sure you'll watch this, they end up finding more bones in uh, Mr. Wilson's Rose Garden. Right. Like a foot deep. Like, you would have tilled that earlier and when you're planting the flowers. Uh, it's because bones put them there. Because uh, it wasn't real dig. Uh, Just trying to get by. And wants the media attention. And then make an amusement park. And then one mediocre protest shuts down a multi-billion dollar investment. But it works. And I absolutely adore this movie. Well, I'll have to check it out. Is it YouTube, it's, full movie? Uh, I think it's just, yeah, I think it was on YouTube. Oh, no, I don't think it was. It was one of those weird sites. Yeah, okay. Uh, just Google Dennis Domenis Dinosaur Hunter full, and uh, it'll pop up there. The soundtrack is fantastic. It's so clearly just ripped from a music library. Oh, yeah, just shoehorned in? Yeah, uh, but it's, I, the first time I heard it, it took me, I, I just went back 30 years. Well, that's probably the easiest way to get it for free online because there's no rights to musicians. It's all fucking royalty-free, probably. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, it, this took me down a, a wormhole. And I, I, I sat and watched the whole movie last night. Wow. And, and people accuse you of not budgeting your time properly. <laughs> Um, anyway, I was going to give you another Netflix show to watch, but I can't do that now. What's that? Uh, there's this show called, um, I think it's something mastermind. It's about that, the, the pizza, pizza collar bomb robbery in Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. I saw it. It's, uh, I put it on my list, but then I, I felt weird. Well, I wasn't sure. Is it like a real documentary or recreation? Yeah, it's like, or? uh, it's like five episodes of be like of telling the whole story. It's pretty good. We watched it all yesterday. But is it dramatization entirely or is it more documentary with dramatization in it? It's a documentary with very little dramatization, like oh. news footage and actual interviews and stuff like that. Oh, okay. I'm all in then. For some reason, I don't know why the way it presented itself, like it was going to be um, similar to like Mindhunter. And I like Mindhunter. No, but no, then it no, kind of no, went no, off the no, rails no, towards no. the end, I thought, and I just didn't want to get sucked into one of those again. No, 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 no. All right, cool. I'll check it out as soon as I'm yeah. done with everything else. <clears throat> There's a big movie coming out this weekend that I got to check out. Yeah. It's, can't miss, can't sleep on this one. All right, this is my first pick, is my, fir my earliest memory uh, with dinosaurs. Look out! It's Playschool's got seven new, realer, scarier dinosaurs. And new cavesters, too. Playschool's definitely dinosaurs. Each comes with a dinosaur book. Playschool dinosaurs are big and strong and tough. We can play with unreal rocks. Ah, scared you, didn't I? These things were made of, like, titanium. <laughs> like when they say, um, you can play real, real rough, they meant it. Uh, because they were, um... There were those big, bulky. You remember these things? I, I kind of do. I'm, I'm trying to like those big plastic dinosaurs, and then they came mm -hmm. with these things called, uh, I think, cavers or uh, they, call, they had a special name, but they were cavemen, 
with their like teensy little like two inch figures of cavemen. Mm-hmm. Cavesters, that's what they're called, cavesters. And they like, I had the early versions with curly hair, and they just had like a, a, a skin over them, one shoulder. But um, yeah, these were my earliest memories of. I, I remember going into Kitty City and and getting oh, wow. as a kid. Yeah, that's it was like early. Uh, early memories. They came out in like '86, so my four, four or five years old was when I started getting these. No, I really, I don't think I had these. Any of them? All my, my first dinosaurs were like the solid plastic ones that you would get in like a museum gift shop. Oh, okay. These actually, their their like limbs would move and their jaws would like move, and mm-hmm. you know they came with carrying like like saddles for the cavesters. I love you. You can always date like a a dinosaur toy, especially like the the T Rexes, by just their posture. Yeah, they're always upright. Like, right. Everything changed for dinosaurs and how they look, especially the T Rex after Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. Yeah, because they took the time and energy. Like, oh, what do these things actually look like? And then they showed people what dinosaurs actually moved, and well, then they added feathers. Eventually, look like. Yeah, I mean, they they did the feather debate isn't really a debate anymore. They found fossils of, of yeah. The Velociraptor was feathered and smaller. Yes, yeah. I I still like Jurassic World's approach though, which was this is what people want to see, so right. we'll give it to them. Right. Well, that was that was ripped right out of the book. Mm-hmm. The the first book. Uh, these aren't how they look. These are because uh, when Henry Wu wants to start over and make. Uh, make a new like version 4.0 and Hammond starts flipping out like you made dinosaurs he's like no we didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they pulled that whole woo line basically straight from the novel um, but yeah before or after he had his intestines ripped out by a velociraptor right be- before okay because uh, yeah it's been a while I just remember the gruesome deaths It it's Probably haven't read it in like ten years. I know you read it every summer. Yeah, it's just gonna start this weekend. Um, Henry Wu makes it into this new movie again, so I'm interested mm-hmm. to see his role. He's kind of the villain now, the villain role. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I'm gonna miss D'Onofrio though. Yeah, he he uh, does he make an appearance? Uh, I, unless it's a flashback. Oh, you didn't see it yet. Yeah, I don't see it yet. Um. He was, yeah, I'm going to miss D'Onofrio and uh, Moffrey, the, the guy who decides to, who owns InGen and decides to fly the helicopter to kill the Indominus. Mm-hmm. He was, I thought he was a fun character, but you know, somebody had to die. The, the worst death in the movie of Jurassic World, we're really off, off topic here, mm-hmm. is that her poor assistant, man. Oh, that's brutal. I know they try to make you hate her with the whole ignoring the kids thing. Right. But the way they take her out, man. That's a, that if if you gave me my top five ways I don't want to go, that's probably number two. Um, what being like held over the um, water by a pterodon and then eaten by a mosasaur? Yeah, because you're probably not even going to die in a mosasaur right away, right? No, you're going to you're, dissolve in his stomach. Yes, he's going to swallow you whole. You might might you'll probably drown. Yeah, probably. 
hopefully, rather than it's like it's like a Zarlacc pit with fins. <laughs> it's a good, but a but a quicker death, of course. Let's not sh- shit on the power of the Zarlacc pit. I, I like. I like <laughs> All you need is a jetpack and uh, someone to retcon you in a book, and you're fine. Yeah. Um, but definitely dinosaurs were adorable while we we're on the subject. Yeah, they weren't too adorable, <laughs> but they were solid. By, they, by comparison to being dissolved in a mosasaurus belly. Right. Def, Play School definitely dinosaurs. Play School makes a lot of things now dinosaur related, so it was tough digging through and finding these original guys, but. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they existed, and uh, I had I had a, a few select ones as a kid. And it's my earliest remember, m- earliest memory I can remember of anything dinosaur. Um, yeah, I think uh, mine were probably like Dino Riders. All right, which are uh, you could look in a little similar, uh, maybe a little more fragile. Right, but they were all yeah. They were all, my parents saw those as like vehicles with more action. Oh, okay. I didn't need. I think they liked me more as a kid than they did when I got older. <laughs> it makes sense. Um, all right, let's move on. Your second pick here, Squeeze. We can charge anything we want, 2000 a day, 10000 a day, and people will pay it. And then there's the merchandise. Donald, Donald. This park was not built to cater only for the super rich. Everyone in the world has the right to enjoy these animals. Sure, they will. What, we'll have a, a coupon day or something? A <laughs> 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 coupon day. Oh, I love that scene now more than ever. Why is that? Just as a kid, you're like, I want to go see dinosaurs. You know, but, th- but now as an adult and you're watching the, the contrast between you know, the greed and then just Malcolm being Malcolm... And like the slow breakdown and explanation from each character why this is going to be an utter disaster foreboding the next hour. Uh, it's a much more fun scene as an adult than when you're a kid. <laughs> yeah. I, um, are you talking comeuppance? I'm just saying, in, in, not necessarily that, just I'm saying as a kid, you're like, all right, let's go. Let's get to the dinosaurs. You don't appreciate the dialogue that's there. Oh, now I love all those early scenes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and especially like the tour, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what really stands out now when you see it and you know in hindsight was the gift shop. And like Gennaro was talking about, the merchandising. Well, you get a, the best look at the gift shop when there's a dolly move through the gift shop to Hammond eating the, I think it's a POV of Ellie, to Hammond eating the ice cream. Yes. Again, probably now my favorite scene. When, when he talks she, about the flea circus. Talking about the flea circus, just the back and forth. It's just a, a great conversation. And this, now, now I like watching people talk more than anything, so... Um, the, the gift shop, there's props in the gift shop that aren't just there for the film. Pretty much anything you see in that shot is Jurassic Park merchandise that you could have bought at the stand on the way out of the theater or, well, probably not online, but, you know, any other store that was Jurassic Park all over the place. Especially museums were really guilty of this. Are they all... All the uh, natural history museums started like stocking Jurassic Park stuff 
in their museums just because it would sell. Got to make that money. Uh, that money's. Um, there's a lot of stuff. In particular, um, I had one of the stuffed animals. There was a, a triceratops, and they were all uh, produced by applause. Uh, and it had, like, they were stuffed, but they also had, like, firmer parts in them to keep them kind of stiff and form-fitting. Yeah. And they were, like, a thousand different colors, right? Yeah, I had the one that was, like, a, it was a triceratops, uh, and it was, like, a, a, a blue, off-blue with, like, some purples and stuff. Um, we don't know what a triceratops looks like, but it, what, or what color it was, but it wasn't, like, a, a bright, like, orange or greenish one. I, I, I think I went with that one because I'm, like, this looks like the one in the movie. Pretty much, the Triceratops. Uh, okay, I see him. He's. Uh, yeah. he's like, I always refer. I always called her a she. It might have been Land Before Time yeah. that did that to me. Well, also all the Jurassic Park, dinosaurs in Jurassic Park are female. Well, that's true. Very all right. Good point. We even we engineered them that way. I didn't pick up on this until I was watching something. You know when Grant is trying to buckle himself up. In the helicopter, it's two female buckles. Yeah, yeah, that was... Uh, That's uh, fucking clever. A little side nod. Um, but I yeah, all the stuff I, that, read, I read that online. I never caught yeah, it. Yeah, I, I didn't figure it out myself. I saw it and I go, oh, shit, people are so much smarter than me when watching movies. Right. I'm like, that looks pretty. But, yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, he can't, he can't buckle his seatbelt, and he, he wrapped it up. It's, yeah. But. I, I I got shut down when I was in college and I had a film class and I broke down Battleship Potemkin, uh, the Sergei Eisenstein film, uh-huh. and I had this whole theory about how like the lack of uh, uh, individual leads per se kind of related to the concept of uh, you know socialism as a whole that it it was the group uh, you know the group and not the one that were to overthrow it and the professor was like no you're wrong. I'm like, oh, okay. Wrong. All right. That's that's good. The worst part Thanks. of film school uh, analysis like, and ugh. it's all bullshit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's it mostly all bullshit. Yeah. A lot of stuff is added in after the fact. Like, oh, that looked cool. Do it. What the hell was that? The Adam Sandler uh, was it? Punch Drunk Love. What's what about it? They, they were doing a tracking shot, and the camera bumped into like an end table, and the film got loose so it kind of gave it like a wavy effect and they left it in and then people are breaking down like what the meaning behind it is and they're like no that happened and it looked cool so we left it go paul thomas anderson yeah that's uh i mean that that's happened in stuff i've done <laughs> they're like oh that was a cool effect i'm like it was an accident there there's uh no mistakes just happy accidents exactly uh the other thing is what's really cool is there's a book in the gift shop, and it's the making of Jurassic Park, uh, written by uh, Don Shea and Judy Duncan. Uh, so you would think it's a book about the making of Jurassic Park, like the park that they're in. Like, here's what our scientists did, here's what our engineers did, here's where I... No, it's a book about the making of Jurassic Park, the movie. But oh, they really? put it in the gift shop, oh, in the film. i fill that shit out. How, that's, awesome. That scene must have been shot, like way late or something like how would they have that all that stuff done oh it's funny the triceratops and all, all those stuffed animals when you look at their date like i was searching for them and i would put in like uh danik or uh applause stuffed animal triceratops jurassic park 1993 right i got nothing i put in 1992 and they would pop up 
Oh, well, yeah, those, uh, from what I read last night, those were actually sold um, before Jurassic Park. They just branded them Jurassic Park after the movie came out. Oh, shit. Yeah. You should have told me that before I said it on a podcast. Well, I, th- I thought you knew that. I did not. I was going deep elsewhere. Oh. Uh, yeah, so, but they, they did. Uh, I just, I, it adds, I, I just, I love it. It's the whole aspect of the real world feel. Um, like, you want it to be real. And the same way, like, we treated the McDonald's merchandise and stuff, like, you went and got a Happy Meal or, uh, uh, you know, the, the supersized shit and the Jurassic Park cup. And in your mind, you were, like, role-playing, like, there is a real Jurassic Park out there. Right. And this, I think, just added to it and added a little bit of depth. And it's brilliant on the filmmaker's part that they're basically throwing a little commercial in the middle of their film. Oh, yeah. yeah th- I think they knew what the merchandising on this movie was going to be. Kids love dinosaurs, and kids, kids did. Uh, all right, I I got uh, I got a good good one here. This is gonna take you back, squeeze. Live from Tampa Bay, Florida, it's the Home Shopping Club, America's original live discount shop at home TV service. Millions in bargains, thousands in prizes. That was the header for the Home Shopping Club, which is now known as the Home Shopping Network. And um, back in the early 90s, it might have been right around when Jurassic Park came out, mm-hmm. they were selling these Fossil Mania pewter figures, which were uh, cemented on top of a piece of fossilized real dinosaur bone. Uh, and I got the T-Rex one, and I like thought this was going to be worth a fortune <laughs> when I got older. I cherished this thing. It came in this like, really nice black box with a foam insert. There's a certificate of authenticity that this is a real live dinosaur bone. I wasn't sure if it was actually a T-Rex bone or not. I think it was. That was the whole thing. But you could get like a Stegosaurus, uh, you know, uh, a <clears throat> Triceratops laying in a nest with eggs. And then they, they all came on the certificate of authenticity and the, the bone. Uh, so uh, just to see how much these were worth, you know, <laughs> I looked them up on eBay and you could get like five for $20. So they're not worth shit. But they were really cool. I had a piece of T-Rex bone in my room that I, 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 I love. There's something about like, I don't know, once you like, we are always obsessed with dinosaurs, but when you're... I think 10 years old, I think I was, when this movie came out, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just en- enthralled and, and captured. Re- like, dinosaurs just, re- it, I don't know, it, it, it was a fever pitch, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And no, one, it, it was, it meant everything. Yeah, so you just became obsessed with dinosaurs again, and then maybe more so into, like, the paleontology and whatnot because of, mm-hmm. of the movie. I, I mean, 10 years later, I took a course in college entitled Dinosaurs. <laughs> what was that course? What, what was involved in that course? Uh, we sat in the largest auditorium on the entire campus because it was the biggest, most uh, requested class that they had. Uh, and then uh, he would lecture about dinosaurs. We watched Jurassic Park a couple times. 
Um, it was it was the easiest thing in the world because if you saw Jurassic Park and you had a basic understanding, if if you got like those zoo books back in like third grade that had the the dinosaur edition, you oh, were yeah. good to go. Okay, so that's I'm sure there was that was required you know, reading for this class. Yes, um, it it was fantastic. I loved it. Fuck art history. I slept through that one. <laughs> um, I remember yeah. getting shit for taking it too. He's like, uh, some of my family, are like, really, you're taking a class on dinosaurs? That's a waste. I'm like, yes, but like I said, I'm also taking art history, and I have to. So, if I'm gonna go to a museum, I can go. Oh, that looks nice. Again, it's like breaking down a film. You didn't give me trouble when I took the film, the the film analysis class and the art history class and the dinosaur class. Out of all of them. It's really all the same. Yeah. Really Either way, is. I went. I was going into television. I shouldn't have even been there to begin with. <laughs> we should um, bring this up next time you're on the couch. Uh, that would be nice. <laughs> should do this lying down. Just talked about your problems. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Fossil Mania. Yes. Uh, it was a cool piece to hone, and I cherished it. This thing sat on like I had a fucking Oscar. Uh, in my house it was i cleaned it i dusted it uh it was a cherished piece and um it's boxed up somewhere and probably my dad threw it out but it uh i could always just for 20 bucks buy 10 more on ebay <laughs> uh but yeah that it, was it'd be like in the trophy case right alongside that golden leonardo that they sold in the back of the sears catalog for the 10th anniversary yes exactly mm -hmm. yeah so just just for just a little reference, so 1993, 94, my mom bought this. Right now, I could buy this on eBay and have it in like four four days, maybe maybe sooner. But back then, I, I saw it on the Home Shopping Club. I had to get my mom. She had to call in. She had to place the order. Um, <laughs> I think I don't know if it went over credit card or she had to mail a check or it was COD. I don't remember back then. Mm -hmm. But if that was the case, she had to mail a check in, uh, which took like a week or two. They got the check, processed the check, sent it out. So this was like a month. I remember I saw it in like maybe May or something. and I No wonder it. you used to send away with box tops. That was easier. Right. I got it. Uh, I got it for my birthday. It was, it was a good present. So, Aww. But yeah, Fossil Mania, you could look them up. I'll post them on Instagram because uh, I'm no longer at Firefly and posting. Now, I am now posting. <clears throat> All right, um, squeeze. Here's your next one. What are you doing? Look at Bird's Cabbage Nest Kit. Silly. Look at my UMAX reviewer. Bird's Cabbage Nest Kit in 3D. The bee kidnapped. The bee. Now Jager's trying to save him. You can see the complete 3D Cabbage Patch Adventure in a UMAX gift set. Other gift sets include Michael Jackson and Masters of the Universe, each sold separately. The Cabbage Patch gift set comes with 3D Viewer and 3 Viewmaster Reel. So, Viewmaster. I think that's what that commercial was for. Yeah, so Viewmaster commercials back then were kind of tough. Uh, in particular, I went with this one because uh, you get a Masters of the Universe reference, but also it's mostly about the whole Cabbage Patch doll ones that they have and the commercial opens with a girl literally digging through piles of heads of cabbage looking for her cabbage patch kids um they didn't have a commercial for the dinosaur uh viewmaster slides and they're part of the 
the world of science prehistoric animals. Yeah. Now, in front of me, I actually am holding two original, I believe they're to be original, because they were released in 1962, and then they re-released them in 1997 under Tycho. But the slides I have are very weathered, and also I'm comparing them to the ones that I see packaged from 1997, and some of the printing on, on them is different, which is, leads me to assume these are from 1962. Do you remember looking at the Viewmaster dinosaur slides at all? Uh, I don't think I had them. We had a view, we had Viewmasters, but I don't know what we had. I can't remember. We had like <clears throat> a lot of the cartoons, probably Masters of the Universe. And um, are these the ones that the kids looking at in the beginning of Jurassic World? Uh, oh, hang on. It's a bad question. To, uh, uh, shit, I'm trying to remember now. I want to be exact. They, they looked like like old school claymation dinosaurs. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were. I want to say yes. Um, they're like dioramas that they made. Um, so they're like little models. And then basically it's like they took like a little model train set, kind of like it has that texture on the ground. And, yeah, that's uh, probably what he's looking at. Yeah, the di- the dinosaurs are so... The, what we know about them now is so outdated. We talked about the posture and stuff and right. even like just the information about them. I'm going to... I'm going to indulge myself, if you will. Let's see. I, right now I have uh, dinosaurs, plant-eating dinosaurs. Not herbivores, plant-eating dinosaurs. Pop this in the old Viewmaster. And uh, I'm, uh, hang on. Ow, that, that's bright. That There's a couple slides missing, so I literally just stared into the sun. Oh, no. Um, yes, there's a, a Ceratosaurus uh, fighting with a Stegosaurus. There's also, let me see, there's one, where are we at? Blah, 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 end of the world. Let me read some of these for you. Because they also have little tags, uh, little, like, things that you can read, you know, when you look at the Viewmaster. Yeah. There's, like, little captions you can read. And uh, number one is, volcanic eruptions doomed the great dinosaurs. Because I don't, I think it was at least 20 years before they thought it was an asteroid. Okay. Uh, for 120 million years, these dinosaurs ruled the Earth. I don't know what that slide is because it's completely missing. All right. Uh, Stegosaurus depended on its armored spines for defense. I think they've assumed that it's more of a cooling or mating thing now. Okay. Uh, this is my favorite one. The Brontosaurus was a 40-ton, 70-foot-long dinosaur. Brontosaurus came in around 70 feet long, but they weighed roughly 15 tons. So I don't know how they were doing their... Their math. Uh, their math back then. I think Brachiosaur? back then, dinosaurs were these giant lumbering beasts. In fact, where is it here? Number uh, number five on this. Yet this monster was feared by none. So they even refer to them as monsters in these educational slides. Um these I, I still I love these things and my mom this was at my mom's house and uh, I stopped by and I saw I'm like I need that and I need it for the show and she's like oh you take it I said no I want my nieces and nephews and like my kid all to see these things because this is what I grew up with you know seeing dinosaurs and then they can go on the internet and see what a real dinosaur looks like um, 
but the fact that this was and what they called it was uh, stereo pictures um, rather than 3D, which is technically accurate, I guess. It's, yeah. I think that's well, stereoscopic. Is stereoscopic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, now it'd be just straight up marketed as 3D. But yeah, they took the little dioramas and then photographed them and then overlapped them in the way. And I'm going to see what I can do about. Uh, I might be able to take like some stills with these and blow them up. Oh yeah, probably. I'm looking at the actual cells rather than through the viewmaster now. Now I also have uh, flesh-eating dinosaurs. Uh, we got uh, Allosaurus. Again, they're all um, look like the claymation dinosaurs that you know from. 70s 80s yeah yeah that's definitely what those kids speaking of later in the uh later in the show a little tease the best is there's a a t-rex i was going through i'm like what the hell dinosaur is that and then i I read the captions like this was the t-rex uh where does it say killer king of flesh eaters um if you know what a t-rex skull looks like like, not necessarily Jurassic Park's rendition of what a T-Rex looks like, but you know what a T-Rex skull looks like. It, it wouldn't be a T-Rex. It's like it was dropped as a baby. Huh. Uh, it's just the weirdest looking creature. It doesn't look like, a, in hindsight now, it doesn't look like a T-Rex at all. At all. Um, no, but these were so much fun. And I would spend, I would just sit there and just staring off, you know, into the, into the sun uh, with nothing but a Viewmaster and a, a cell uh, of animation uh, in between me and a giant exploding ball of hydrogen. <laughs> I love these things. This, this, I probably was. This was my first like dinosaur memory. Okay, was were these things, and they existed what twenty years before I was even born. Uh, yeah. Well, if that's you said nineteen sixty-two, then yeah. 20 years. Looking at dinosaurs. Oh, look out, Brontosaurus. Your neck is so high in the air. We know it's not like that now. And, um... The the T-Rex looks like it's doing, like, clapping push-ups. Like, the way his hands... His... All right, well, I mean, don't ruin all the Insta- oh, possible smart. Instagram posts you out. You're gonna oh, give look at the little baby. Oh, yeah, that's not a T-Rex. That looks like an alligator with that's on steroids. That one's just biting the spines of the Stegosaurus. How are these not... I feel like there should be a lot more going on with these. All right, well, let's... Oh, uh, oh, I see how Viewmaster okay. works. I never actually looked All at right. one of these. There's actually multiple... Huh. Okay. Well, you're learning about Viewmasters. Uh, Masters. We should move on. Uh, no. Do you know? Like, I I never even thought about that. But there's like two of the same on each wheel. Right. Like one on each side. It makes sense now. I understand how the technology works. But I never actually looked at one. So like, if I look at it, and like, there's one with a dinosaur hatching out of an egg. There's one hatching out of an egg at nine o'clock, and one hatching out of an egg at three o'clock. Right. Yeah, that's amazing. The '60s were just awesome. We landed on the moon. We made ill-informed uh, 3D images of dinosaurs. 
Sixties were magical, uh, but the, you know what another magical time was, Squeezer? Nineteen ninety-three. Well, yes, but also in the nineties oh. in general, uh, oh, when yeah. we were given this. They're here. New dinosaur eggs in Quaker Instant Oatmeal. Just add hot water and watch them hatch. Quaker dinosaur eggs, so good, they make every bowl extinct. So this was uh, probably the most longest lasting in the gimmick oatmeals. Um, I was a fan of many oatmeals as a kid. There was uh, oatmeal swirlers, which was General Mills, I think, one of their first gimmick oatmeals. It was oatmeal that came with a pack of uh, sugar goo, like strawberry, raspberry, or, or brown sugar, that you could, like, dr you were supposed to be able to draw pictures on your oatmeal, but you, as soon as um, this goo, it was along the same lines of to toaster strudels. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> as soon as this goo hit this flaming hot fucking oatmeal, it just melted. <clears throat> you could never get a picture, and they never give you enough goo to make a picture. Uh, then they came out with undercover bears oatmeal, which had little like gummy bears covered in like uh, like oatmeal like substance, so that when it hit hot water, it melt away, and you'd see the little bears appear. Um, and then, and I love the commercial had this like cartoon undercover bear like McGruff the crime dog, and he looked like Raph in his hat, you know, his oh, nice. polar hat and his uh, his trench coat. And then, of course, there were dinosaur eggs oatmeal, which you can still buy today. Um, so there were little candy dinosaur eggs, and when you poured hot water on them, the, di the egg would melt away to reveal the candy dinosaur bits. Oh, that's so much fun. Yeah, in, in the oatmeal. And, of course, they were delicious because it was like regular sugary oatmeal with added candy in it. Sugary oatmeal? Yeah, like uh, maple brown sugar, for instance. Oh, I missed out. Oh, you just had the regular old oatmeal? Yeah. I just associate oatmeal with this is what we ate when we were out on the trail or when we were camping because it was like the lightest, most dense thing that you can bring with you. And you just kind of choked it down, knowing that in a couple hours you could eat a piece of beef jerky. What, Quaker Oats? Yeah. Yeah, we'd just get it. And I, this is all new to me. I've never heard of this or i'm learning something entirely new today yeah so your parents didn't buy instant oatmeal when you're a kid the little packets uh we had some packets but if anything it might have been um all right maybe just like the little apple flavoring or something like that but no for the most part it was straight up plain oatmeal yeah we always had i mean we've got the variety pack which had apple cinnamon like peaches and cream and uh, of course maple brown sugar which was my favorite but uh, we stayed by the, the dinosaur eggs or the undercover bears for us. Undercover bears, I remember not being that good. Oatmeal swirlers, I can remember really well. Um, I remember the commercials for the oatmeal swirlers. It just never appealed to me because, Mike, it's still oatmeal. I Where's the meat, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, Quaker, after the success of Dinosaur Egg Oatmeal, they released a deep sea version called Sea Adventure Instant Oatmeal, and it would turn your oatmeal blue after the hatching candy fish uh, opened up in its gooey depths. Um, I don't think you can find the Sea Adventure Oatmeal anymore. That didn't last as long. Some, something tells me that the reaction there isn't something that you're supposed to then put in your body. Oh, probably not. No, I, I, definitely not. Uh, but, you know, a lot of stuff that came out in the 90s, that different, co the different color ketchups, 
popcorn, pop secret. I mean, they're all about the weird chemicals that, and then they realize like red dye number seven, like kills you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never had the urge to just eat a pH testing strip. <laughs> I mean, they, when you're a kid, they kind of look a little delicious, but <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, what were those? Uh, what were the dots on the, uh, is it just dots? Oh, the dots on paper. Yeah. The paper, paper dots and you ate, you wound yeah. up eating a lot of paper. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's just easier just to take the whole thing, chew it up and get what you can off of it and just spit the wad of paper back out. <laughs> oh man. Or swallow it. I mean, it's only fiber. It is. It's just a little fiber. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I've ate my own fair share of paper. Uh, with papered candy dots, yes. It's a good good point, Squeezer. Um, all right, I guess we can move on to your next pick. Clever girl. Thank you, Robert. Gave his life for the, uh, the group. I was so bummed out by that. Yeah, I, I, he was my figure, like the first figure I had and the only one for mm-hmm. a while. So I, I was, actually had him with me at the theater or uh, at the drive-in. Yeah, there's something about the Muldoon figure. You thought he was going to be the, the man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the book, he, he was the man. He was, uh, yeah. An alcoholic man. Yeah, he with was a drunk, but he was... Poorly he was, aimed rocket launcher, but still. Well, was it? Cause he, because then we cut to the scene where it's got its tongue wrapped around Tim in the um, uh, waterfall, and then all of a sudden the tongue goes loose and it drops. He got the bastard after all, he says. Mm-hmm. Got the bastard after all. But I don't think that's what this pick is about. What do you... No, what? no, no. Uh, I, I needed something that says dinosaurs attacking. Because we're talking Dinosaurs Attack, the Topps 55 card 11 sticker uh, collection from, uh, what was that, 1988? Yes, 1988. Now, I still have I tons of these, by the way. I'm getting You still some. have I'm, a bunch I of them? I have tons. Oh, that's so awesome. Uh, mine, are, mine are long gone. Uh, I'm pretty sure my mom probably tossed them. Is what it was. My mom confiscated these from me for a bit because she thought they're gruesome. They are. They're like horror cards. Hold on, I'm looking right now. What do I yeah. got here? Yeah. Well, they they were uh, not not a not a true sequel, but a follow up uh, inspired by the Mars Attacks cards. Um, and they're not so much uh, dinosaurs per uh, science, but they're 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 monsters. You know, they they pay homage to all the all like the uh, kaiju movies and uh, uh they're like monster movies of the 50s and stuff like that um but yeah there are some really horrific scenes um the and then they really don't care whether or not they're being accurate with their depiction of dinosaurs to begin with um like in the police uh precinct assault which is card number six where there are stegosauruses in the police station and one stegosaurus is biting a cop in half while it's spike on a tail rips the eye out of the socket of another cop it's fairly horrific yeah uh, there was a lot of 
uh, outcry over the uh, num- the one right before that, the homeroom horror, where an Allosaurus, which by scale is probably ten times larger <laughs> than uh, uh, it actually was, um, because it has like multiple, it has three people in its mouth, and they also all have like humanized hands, like they're grabbing people. Like they're like just you know like they're playing a, a rampage. Are you chewing? No, I found a pack of Bigfoot cards. I'm looking through all my cold cards. Oh, okay. <laughs> it sounded like you were eating pretzels. No, no, I have them somewhere in here. I have tons of dinosaurs. They might be in my box downstairs. But yeah, so all these cards just oh, uh, gruesome, uh, horrific. I found um, a pack, an original pack that I never opened of. Uh, two Universal Studios Hollywood pogs from McDonald's. Oh, sweet. Who's on them? I never opened a pack. Oh, they're not, like, clear or anything? No, they're, uh... No. Garfield trading cards. Oh, fun. That, those are those are much uh, sweeter than these. Yeah. As far as these go. Bunch of uh, Popeye trading cards. <laughs> it's so weird. Where'd you get those? I, Did I you was... just buy, like, a mystery box or... No, no, I would just buy... My grandpa was a collector, so we'd go to tons of uh, trading sh- card shows, and we'd, he'd take us weekly to Elmer's Card Shop, which was in downtown Allentown. Harry and the Henderson's tops, Ghostbusters 2 tops. And like, <laughs> okay, um, you definitely have to have some of these lying around then, for sure. Oh, I definitely do. Yeah. So they're all really gruesome, horrific cards of you know people being just ripped apart and devoured by dinosaurs. Uh, and then on the back, most of them are written up like newspaper articles where they have like a little headline and then a story um, basically explaining what's going on, which was a scientist on a space station opened up like a time portal and it brought dinosaurs, just started materializing and just killing us for no reason. Uh, there's a nuptial nightmare, though. That one's fun because it's a triceratops it has gored the bride and groom. Uh, at the wedding, but on the back of it is a uh, a save the date instead of the normal article. So it's just a little save the date on the back of uh, the Triceratops card. Uh, and then some of them have like little uh, some have pictures where they have a news reporter interviewing these people. And eventually, you're gonna find out that in towards the end, that last card, one of the last cards, uh, a dinosaur breaks into the newsroom and eats the news reporter as well. Uh, my favorite out of all of them, and this was the first one I ever saw, um, was, where is it, card 31, there it is, Our Forces Flattened, um, and it, it's awful because it shows one of the army generals had been stepped in half, basically, and it's really, you see the spinal calm, and there's just gore and guts, like, in this footprint, and this is the first one I ever saw, and this, like, this changed me a, as a child. Uh, and oh, so, made me want so more now, of these for some now reason. Now we're getting to the root of everything. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Our forces flattened number 31 <laughs> of the 55 uh, dinosaurs attack cards. Well, I'll uh, post some pictures of uh, my collection. It's downstairs, all my dinosaur okay. attack cards. I, I've got uh, tons of those. i got wax boxes still. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Cat Lady's Revenge is a lot of fun um, because she basically blows out the eye of a dinosaur with a shotgun, but it looks like a howitzer going off. Uh, and then there's cats, like, clinging to the roof, trying to get away from what I believe is a Spinosaurus. Um, 
they took a lot of creative uh uh what's that word license license thank you uh like when the trilobites attack and eat a man's eyes out when <laughs> trilobites ate mud but yeah. it doesn't matter no. uh there's a card with uh, wrestlers wrestling a dinosaur in the ring um and then it, it all ends with spoilers um the scientist that uh, invented the uh, time portal uh, sacrifices himself to this uh, Satan-esque demon dinosaur master. Um, What was his name? Oh, Supreme Monstrosity. And uh, he's this anthropomorphized six-eyed dinosaur with wings um, that looked like it came out of like a Spawn comic. And uh, his whole point was he wanted the dinosaurs to take over our time. But the other dinosaur alien creature, the Prometheus, came and met with the scientist and explained, well, humans have souls, so that's why, and the dinosaurs don't, and that's why they're killing us all. It made no sense. There was no reason for this plot whatsoever or anything. It was just, I, I think maybe they needed to defend themselves just a little bit as to why they're telling this horrific story just to show gruesome images of dinosaurs murdering people. No. But it really, it really uh, set me on my course for the rest of my life. Well, that's uh, good to know, Squeezer. I'm, I'm glad that we could, when, you know, one day when they're trying to pinpoint what went wrong, go back to dinosaurs. Dino attack cards, which I'm sure at the time parents were coming up with that and, like, blaming these. And oh, like, yeah, they, no. there was outrage for these. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, the, the Paris, there is uh, 11 sticker cards, too. Um and wow that is horrific uh the paracephalosaurus which we all know is a herbivore is standing there holding a baby carriage and in its mouth is a baby arm and a baby leg is falling out of its mouth Mm -hmm. it's like they purpose they got all the way done and this was like the last one they made it's like how are we really gonna piss people off yeah well sometimes you just gotta and it's a sticker, so I'm sure it's stuck on some bathroom door somewhere. Um, yeah. Probably. These were awesome. They were. The dinosaur attack cards, check them out. I know you can get them all over the place. Uh, I think they're more expensive on eBay than normal cards, but um, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll throw some packs out to some fans at some point, but no guarantees. That's a pain in the butt. All right. Um, here's my... Week. Oh, I was going to say, should we do our Stamps.com reader right now? Oh, God. Fuck Stamps.com. Uh, fuck them until they pay us money. <laughs> no, so actually, we've solicited zero sponsors, so I don't know if they want to sponsor with us or not yet, but there's no need. When you guys just like listen to us, you don't need to hear us ramble on. Although, it would be funny to hear us yap about Blue Apron or something like that. Because, I mean, uh, you talking about making food. And how nine-year-old squeezer would make it. So yeah, blue apron. That's that's a little, a little uh, knowledge. I get, the thing, I get the things in the mail. I just I don't know if I could. Yeah, it's. I can't. I don't follow instructions well. Yeah, I just like cooking without instructions. Just throwing shit together. Yeah, just figure it out as you go. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of figuring out as you go, my next pick. The future's toughest cop is Katie Coltrane. 
I'm back. And now she's getting a new partner. His name is Teddy. It's a dinosaur. You two solved this case together. Oh, what? What? It's a dinosaur. New partner, Coltrane. <laughs> He's got the style. I'm here for a new look. Step right up. Push the button. He's a cop. Mahalo. You gotta make him look like a real cop. I'm too sexy for my clothes. That thing at the table just clacked at me. He's got horns for you. It's very normal. He's got the charm. Hi. <laughs> your mind's shut down and your glands have taken over. And he's got the appetite. You cannot eat our only suspect. You cannot eat our only suspect. We're talking <laughs> Theodore Rex. Uh, this movie was a fucking piece of shit. I didn't see it till I was in college, and it came out uh, on video, never a cinematic release, uh, on my brother's birthday in 1996, July 2nd, 1996. And um, it, uh, I know Whoopi Goldberg is in the movie. She tried to get out of it because she agreed to do it back in 1992. Uh, so they filed a lawsuit against her. Um, they settled it, and they, they agreed to pay her $7 million for this, two more than she was getting paid. Um <clears throat> And the movie was, I think Whoopi Goldberg said that so many cat, like crew members left this movie during production that by the end of it, it was an entirely, entirely different crew. Wow. And also a lot of people apparently thought that this movie, the dinosaur stand in, which kind of looks like one of the puppets from the dinosaurs TV show was mm-hmm. going to be like uh, computer enhanced. It was just kind of a stand in. Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's rough when your cast thinks wow this looks like garbage yeah so this at the time was the most expensive direct to video movie ever released because uh, it just failed test screenings people fucking hated it and um, it was the, the budget was 34 million so uh, they, they decided that there was a hot video market with kids and maybe it's just better for them to release that right to video VHS and then I don't even know if they ever bothered a DVD on this movie. Wow. I, it, did it even make its money back just on tape? I don't know. I can't that's find a lo- That's a lot of VHS tapes it. you got to sell at $34 million. Yeah. yeah. Um, the director of the movie retired from filmmaking after it. He blamed it. It was so, uh, so upset of how the, the movie was was marketed that he just he felt like it had to be so you felt like there was there was no support like what was this supposed to be this high-minded project and it just didn't work out right okay right um he uh yeah he was just he was just miffed uh let me see if i can find the business uh box office mojo all right we're gonna check uh Theodorex. I don't know if it'll have it. Because <laughs> um, there was no... There was no... Uh, yeah, it doesn't have it because there was no box office. Oh, okay. Wow, they don't even, they don't even bother. Um, I'm looking at the producer on it that Richard Abramson right produced a number of your probably uh, favorite uh, 
produced Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Big Top Pee Wee, and Pee Wee's Playhouse from '86 to '87. Okay, so it grossed fifty, almost fifty-four million. All right, you made your money. Stop complaining. Right, but that was in. I think it it, it was released uh, in theaters worldwide, just not in the states. Okay, well, you know, it's it's all about it's the long investment. You can't not not everything can be uh, a Hudson Hawk and expect you to just make your money back instantly. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um. So yeah, Theodore Rex. There's not much to say. It's funny. I mean, Whoopi's not bad in it. It's really stupid. But you know, use a couple. Uh, have a couple of drinks. Maybe a little bit of the marijuana if that's legal in the state you live in, and uh, enjoy Theodore Rex or and watch Theodore Rex. Uh, you watch Theodore Rex right after you watch Dennis the Menace Dinosaur Hunter. Yes, right after. All right, squeeze. Time for your last pick. Um, what is this? Mesozoic Mine? Yeah, I don't know performed this. Performed by, by Charmer? No, I don't know this. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 lyrics were written by the, the writers of the show. Uh, music was provided by Charmer, a uh, local Chicago band traveling uh, in the late 1980s. For Dinosaurs, a fun-filled trip back in time. Do you remember watching this in school? Mm, no. It was a Golden Book video. It was produced in 1987, starring Fred Savage. So it opens It opens with um, Fred Savage listening to a really bad cover of The Police, which in, I tracked it down, and I went to, I found it out on uh, mesozoicmind.com, which is a website which I'm fairly, fairly sure is... I don't know. I don't know if it's defunct. The last copyright was updated in 2012, but there was a news posting uh, in 2017 explaining that the track they gave you the track listing on Omni's Music um, for its uh, the song Step by Step um, that they used in this. They actually were able to find out which uh, music uh, you know free provider or whatever the hell. That, what's that shit called? What? <laughs> Music what? The music library. They actually oh. tracked down the actual song that it uh, opened up with. You can, Again, just like Dennis the Menace Dinosaur Hunter, you can find this on the internet. Just Dinosaur is a fun-filled trip back in time, and it, it's out there. And you can learn something about dinosaurs. So they got Fred Savage for like 10 minutes um, for this half-hour special because even though this that was shot in 87 and produced... The bulk of it is actually uh, a claymation short about dinosaurs produced by Will Vinton 
1980. And you know Will Vinton because he did, we talked about it before, the Claymation Christmas special. Uh, he yeah, did. That's, that's your guy. Uh, uh, California Raisins and the PJs. Um, but a lot of the dinosaurs are the same dinosaurs that are the hosts of the Christmas special that he put out like 10 years later. Um, oh, and okay. It, yeah, it's just, it is so much fun. I remember uh, we watched this in school uh, constantly, like every science class from probably kindergarten through like fourth grade. I saw this video. Oh uh, yeah, I'm um, probably I, when I when you talked about claymation Christmas, I never saw those guys. I think you brought this up. Mm-hmm. The movie also introduces music video for the song Mesozoic Mind by Charmer, featuring cartoon dinosaurs performing it. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic, and it, it will get stuck in your head if you listen to it long enough. Uh, it doesn't take much. Uh, I I like to look at it as this way. Um, so Fred Savage. Uh, he's sitting there, he's not going to get his paper done, and then this song comes on the radio, and he has a dream and travels into a cave where some weird voiceover lady talks to him and shows him some still photography uh, with a little like early 1980s After Effects movement put to him, and he learns everything about dinosaurs, and then they cut to uh, the classroom where they do the claymation so I like to just think that Fred Savage has basically plagiarized uh, Will Vinton's uh, 1980 dinosaur feature. I'm not sure how much I actually learned about this because it was just fun watching claymation dinosaurs, like, you know, do their thing. Yeah, like, it's all about T-Rex was, like, The T-Rex was orange and, like, jumped in the air and bit a pterodactyl out of the sky. Like, I don't, I don't think Vinton was a uh, scientist trying to create the accurate depiction of a dinosaur to educate kids it was a test piece of his uh, something creative from the do back in the 80s and it was just a lot of fun and at the time it was awesome to see because we didn't get it really until jurassic park like you didn't have a ton of dinosaur like dinosaurs being dinosaurs out there you know no we had dinosaurs the tv show and like landed a lost but not, but, but not many, yeah. I but not many. Mean. Like you never, it wasn't. We always loved playing with dinosaurs, but there weren't dinosaurs like all over the place, like you would think. Yeah, well, Squeezer, that's because they're extinct. Oh, shit! They're very smart. Ah, uh, well, you know, I read every once in a while. Uh, I'll have to check this out. It sounds fun. Absolutely. Uh, Add it to the li- There's a lot, a lot of viewing that goes along with this episode. Yeah, Theodore Rex, Dinosaurs, and um, what was the subtitle? Uh, a Fun-Filled Trip Back in Time. Yes, di- that one. And then, of course, Dennis the Menace, Dinosaur Hunter. Because when you're sitting at school and you see that TV precariously perched on a, uh, I think on a television all, cart. Like have flat screens mounted in the classroom now, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't even think they do that now. Now they just touch the. They have a, like smart boards everywhere. Oh, yeah. Bastards. If you're in one of those like you know, fancy, nice schools, fancy grammar schools, fancy grammar school. Um, cool. You ready for my last pick? It's my Jurassic Park one. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, here we go. It's yours. Jurassic Park. 
It's your job to make it work. Just build the park and populate it with dinosaurs. Lots of dinosaurs. This will be the greatest theme park in the history of the world. So that poor actor trying to do a poor imitation of Richard Attenborough <laughs> yeah. is from the opening of Jurassic Park Operation Genesis. Um, it was released for the original Xbox, the PlayStation 2, and Windows. So I had this like Windows computer still from college, even though I was u- still using... It was a built one that my brother helped me build. Mm-hmm. I, I had the same thing in college. I, I built mine for probably more than I... Well, then I had I ha- I, my, my main computer was an iMac running Final, but I just mainly ran Final Cut uh, Pro three off that, and <laughs> and there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of like software for Mac back then. It wasn't as ubiquitous as it is now. Uh, so I had this Windows computer, and I I tr- it took me forever to upgrade. I bought this game like used from uh, EB World. And it took me forever to mm-hmm. f- to get my computer up to where I could play this game. <laughs> uh, so it's basically like a, a, a theme park game, like a like a uh, theme park or th- or uh, what's that roller coaster tycoon or zoo tycoon. Mm-hmm. Although you're a, you're a crazy dinosaur park tycoon, um, and uh, you have to like balance between uh, the dinosaurs being. Uh, like happy and not crazy and well fed and then the park's entertainment <clears throat> uh the cool thing is the uh carnivores want want to hunt so they're never really happy with just being fed <laughs> uh there's a dino flu that could kill them you know uh, so you oh, got to no. vaccinate and um yeah there's there's missions so uh, once you complete the 10 missions in the game um that aren't really that tough. You're allowed to uh, open Site B, which is my favorite part of uh, the game. So you're basically building Isla Sorna, and mm-hmm. um, you don't have to put like fences or anything up or buildings or people. It's not a park. You're just like like letting dinosaurs, hatching dinosaurs, and like letting them roam free. And then you could take the balloon tour and just watch well, the dinosaurs interact and live out their lives. Will they kill each other? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that game was fun. Uh, it was a little clunky, but, you know. Uh, today, um, the day we're recording this, I'm going to try and ha- head to Target and get Jurassic World Upper... Uh, what the fuck is that Jurassic World game? It's not, I want to say Operation Genesis, but it's... Evolution? Evolution, yeah. Which is a sim builder for Jurassic World for PS4. Because, you know, I'm going to add it to the list of PlayStation 4 games that I own and don't play. <laughs> I do. The only... I've had Frozen and uh, Snow White in my PlayStation for the last, like, three months. So I haven't put a, one of my discs in in quite some time. Yeah, uh, we got we to gotta get a GTA going again, so... Uh, but I don't know if there's any multiplayer in this evolution but if there is you got to get it so we can just tore each other's packs oh, okay i'm 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 sure mrs squeezer would love that because i don't spend enough time with you uh over a, a headset so or at work or or just, at work or just in general texting making sure world evolution hmm. okay, all right 
right. I well, might look into this. Yeah, look into it. I'm, I'm going to try and get it today, and I'll let you know how it is. Um, All right. But that's been our Everything Dinosaur episode of the Jurassic Park. Not Jurassic Park. The Radio's podcast. <laughs> um, shout out if you're a Jurassic Park fan. Follow Ted Brothers on Instagram. He, he's got really cool. He's buying all the new toys. He's doing a lot of cool dioramas. He's re- doing a lot of cool repaints. So give our friend Ted Brothers a follow. And uh, Squeeze, I'm going to try and do something with the website this summer. Oh, yeah? So today is, I think, officially the last day of school for a lot of kids, or this week. So summer vacation is officially starting, right? Uh, yeah, depending on how bad your winter was. Right. So I'm, I'm going to start trying to post every day on theradiers.com. A uh, little review, a little summer review, a little uh, summer story about my summer vacations. Um, and if, you know, if Squeezer gets around to it, maybe he'll post something, too. You'll yeah, probably, you probably have to dig up your login. Yeah, can you just send that to me? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so check out radius.com all summer long for our uh, summer vacation event. I'm trying to make it. I'm going to change the header and everything to book summer vacationers, so... That's uh, we got that going, and um, we're moving all summer with cool pod, Radiers podcast. So make sure to check back next week for new Radiers. And until then, uh, have a good one. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. I'll well, see you. <laughs>